0: You are such a geek. <laughs> geek. What is a geek? No! No!
1: What is a geek? What? You're a Neo Maxi Zoom dweebie. What
0: is a geek? Porto, motorhits, sluts, blood, weight big dweebie, dickhead, <inaudible> dickhead.
2: It'll ruin Ooh. your concept of a lot of people. <laughs> like John Wayne was a piece of dog shit. Oh,
3: oh yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, like, he was born in 1907. What do you expect? Not like it's not. It's not people from 1907 stuff. He's like a deep, deep level like asshole, pervert, piece of shit, child abuser. Yeah, like
3: yeah, 1907. You hear
2: that? Oh, no, again, like it wasn't <laughs> to have like 14 year old brides from Mexico that you blackmailed the studio into keeping apartments for. It was
1: in his era uh, of Hollywood. Uh, come on, you want to be a star, don't you?
2: He didn't start pulling that shit till he was older. He was being creepy. Of course, I'm not trying to excuse
4: it. Not at all.
2: Also, Matt, this is Trip. Trip, this is Matt.
4: What's going on, Matt? Word, how you doing, Trip? Pretty good.
3: Thanks for being on the show, dude. Hey, no, Hi, thank pleasure. you. My oh, pleasure.
4: I've been thinking about it all day, joining the Bee Gees. Nice.
1: I had a All right. Well, did everybody here see Black Panther? I'm sorry.
4: We gotta
3: No, but um I have a trip of you.
4: No, please uh tell me all about it though. oh
3: yeah, Matt, we you gotta give us a little bit of the taste because I think the only people have seen it is you. Yeah, give us a review.
1: You haven't seen it, Jake?
3: No, I'm
2: seeing it tomorrow.
3: I don't know when I'm seeing it.
1: Um this movie kind of uh did you did we start? I guess we started, right?
3: I'm recording. We gotta do if you guys wanna do like an intro. I'll bring
1: yeah. in Trip. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's do that. And you you, you should keep it like this too. Episode two eighty two of two eighty two of the Broadcast Geeks. I am Matt Oren, one of your hosts. I'm Jake Becker.
3: I'm Midnight Miss Jones, and we have special guests today: Trip Kerr Cur- Trip. This has been years in the making. Thank you so much for coming on the show today.
4: Yeah, this is uh, after every High Plains Comedy Festival, I corner Mitch and ask when he'll let me be on his podcast.
3: <laughs> I'm like stripping my face off like, yeah, man, like tomorrow. <laughs> we can fucking Do it, man. I'm,
4: like, What are your Tuesdays like?
3: No, we talked about this way back when. And then you moved to Denver because you used to live up in Boulder and we didn't see each other at the open mics every once in a while.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: and then COVID and all that shit. And then the it's been a long time coming. Hopefully, it's not the last time.
4: <laughs> we'll <laughs> I mean, see how yeah. this goes.
3: Yeah, dude, this is an audition. <laughs> this is, we, wait till we get to the bikini portion of the audition. <laughs> um, but dude yeah man it's it's mid-november uh black panther has been out for four days matt you're the only one that's seen it
1: um that's a change
3: i don't know we used to go see midnight movies all the time but then you know
1: then life time
3: makes fools of all of us
1: (laughs) it was good it was kind of steeped in trauma and grief
3: i kind of get that from the
1: uh (laughs) i'm not gonna lie like there is on both sides, there's a lot of anger. This movie is, is steeped in in the tea of anger, grief.
3: Let me just ask this. Is it Tony Stark-related grief and
2: anger, like everything else seems to be? Or are you not in, Mitch, unless it's about Tony?
3: There's no, I'm no just I- saying, like, is Namor, like, yeah, one time Tony Stark's yacht came by and dumped a bunch of shit in the ocean. No. Like Dave he, Matthews style.
1: He did not make the the Stark reference. It's that's made earlier. Uh, by by Riri Williams, I
2: reckon. With
1: with Riri.
2: Okay. Dave Matthews joke was Primo Mitch. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh no, for real. For real. This is it's it's it's, it's all right. All right. It's, okay. I don't well, want to give too all, much away. First
3: of all, Trip. Normally, we we all know that we're going to see it anyway, so kind of we just go, we say that we're going to try not to spoil it, but then we actually. I'm end not going to spoil it. I won't okay. spoil it. Too. So this is a
4: non-spoiler review. Go yeah. wild, honestly. If you, if that's how it goes.
1: No, no, it's totally cool. I don't have to give too much away of anything, uh, but it really is just a, a movie uh, of, about grief. And while it might be the arc of a character, it really isn't a character as much as i guess the nation it's it's weird it's really well done i thought it was really well done i thought they did a good job with namor i uh you know they make some changes but it totally works and it's modernized and that's what comics do and it's i think it's enjoyable and i think as a comic fan it'll be enjoyable because it definitely sets up a Uh, future for him
3: so what what was changed like namor's defeated because his little feet wings get stuck in like a six-pack holder No. (laughs) (laughs) what happened like so what do you mean like it's changed well obviously t'challa is gone
2: well they're more south american now and or middle american
1: it's uh like yucatan uh aztec or uh maya yeah
3: Yeah.
1: and Mm -hmm. meso-american i believe jake right and and it happens uh i i don't know i'll say it there is um vibranium herb whoa like like the heart shape whatever dumped in the ocean it didn't get dumped got stolen it's just it's It's there it's there kind of like wakanda um and it was it was used by some Mesoamerican people at the time as a means of escaping uh, the, the the conquistadors, and okay. they they took it. It it gave them ability. They went into the ocean. That's Namor's origin.
2: Nice. Are the conquistadors redheaded and pale? Do they all look like
4: Louis C.K.?
1: <laughs> no, <not laughs> they all look
2: like Conan O'Brien. A couple of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I don't know
4: I thought you were headed towards like um did you say a vibranium herb
1: yeah, well like yeah isn't that, with the, isn't that what the uh the what is it the heart shape
2: I don't I don't think it's necessarily vibranium i think it, it's, it's as, a, as a
1: result of enriched soil by the uh vibranium yeah they muddle it down I, I think it's um the soil produced it as a result of it being vibranium enriched.
2: but what god is namor and is so namor's taken the herb
1: obviously Coo-coo-can. no no they, uh, just have it. they don't they don't talk about that it's just that that changed their their bloodline okay i wonder if
2: they don't talk about it because the reason it's like magic and stuff in the black panther story is that it's imbued by the god which is why it makes you an avatar so there'd have to be explanation of who imbued namor's people with the herb having the power if the panther god already gave it to them who gave it to the atlanteans Mm -hmm. they don't address that no i already have an issue with that
4: we're talking about like a god imbued herb from the central americas Then i thought we were headed in an ayahuasca direction i thought that was a, they were doing ayahuasca and marvel now they don't well, want to touch anything alan ginsberg's done at marvel well,
1: but maybe they are though think about it because what happens they go into the spirit realm to see their yep. uh whoever they well that's what
2: the panther god like gives them yeah you're becoming an avatar yeah but like uh moon knight's god doesn't give that to him juggernaut's god doesn't give that to him there's a lot of people who are avatars of gods in the marvel universe which is what i mean like they kind of need an explanation of why namor's herb
3: so here, millions of years ago, a large meteorite composed of vibranium crashed into Africa, where it gave off massive amounts of radiation, affecting the plant life around it over time. When the time of man came, several tribes began fighting over the vibranium. The con- the panther god Bast, or Bost, instructed a warrior shaman to ingest the herb, transforming, ah, transforming him into the first Black Panther. So oh, that's he, what it was. he has a vision possibly induced by radiation. And they the only way they can explain it is that
2: it's God stuff. Well, no, he's... Black Panther is an avatar of a god, like in the books, like for sure.
1: Well, but they thought it was, but really it's just because they were just taking this ayahuasca and tripping their balls off.
2: Right. But in the universe, we know this is like a real thing and they go... But getting powers. Yeah, they get the powers. And the powers are tied to the god who's also shown at Zeus's place, palace in the last uh thor movie like bost is real it's yeah. a thing. boss talks to him there it's their avatars of boss i get that radiation was involved or whatever Interpret because that could be from what what volume of black panther does that cover
3: this is from marvel cinematic dot
2: okay yeah but they've already shown that they are the avatar and then now they're doing other avatars so it's not i don't know uh bost is actually a panther goddess so I know Lady she, Bast. They sh- they show her in Thor.
1: So as a quick aside, Lady Bast will show up in the 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 key saga of the sandman. So right. uh, hopefully that's in the second season. We can talk about that later. But back to Wakanda Forever. It it didn't. It, it touched more on his origin as a person, right? And the and the cult of personality, if you will. Um, right. The the wings are. Yeah, he's born with those. That's so. What happened is the original people that that drank the herb. They left, and one of them was pregnant with him. Gave birth to him. And the herb lets them live longer because they don't age as quickly. Or he doesn't. Um,
2: say, so this motherfucker's is <clears throat> from the time
3: of the conquistadors? Yeah. Damn. He's, he's got like that Captain America resilience,
1: man. In fact, he comes back as a kid, right? Little Namor with his wings on his feet. He comes with some of his dudes to go get something. And he sees all these uh, natives, all these locals... Uh, being enslaved and and beaten and he just destroys this place fucking levels it nice it's, it's pretty solid and he yeah. doesn't he does it pretty coldly so he that's it shows his distaste and disdain for the world of 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 top nice
4: trip are you caught up on marvel cinematic universe you still doing the whole thing oh man um i took a real step back after endgame as i think a lot of people did um the Disney logic <laughs> is immediately just absolutely not. <laughs>
2: no, no, just like, oh, I mean, mean, I think sales and numbers and whatnot mean almost yeah. no step back.
4: No, oh. and I've, I've always <laughs> been on the more casual side. Like in terms of comic books, I've got, you know, a handful of like DC classics up my, up my sleeve. But I don't know. You know, I really was introduced to a, a large amount of the Marvel universe through the movies. And some of the TV shows just don't really pique my interest all that much I gotta be honest so um
3: fair enough I mean there's a lot to digest there's
4: so much yeah.
3: Does that, is that kind of put it off for you as a person that's more casual, as a person who has escaped the doc, indoctrination? <laughs> is that, does that kind of make it more off-putting for you? It's just like, oh, fuck. Now I got to watch six, eight-episode
4: TV shows, and yeah. five
3: movies. And-
4: I think they got off to, like, a. I absolutely loved WandaVision. I was like, if yeah. this is the direction we're going, if we're going to do these weird and, I think, really creative and, and unique things, Things and then we get into like Winter Soldier, uh, the the Captain America uh, show, and I'm like, "Eh, it's kind of the just the I don't know the the military side of the Marvel universe, which is not. I like the weird shit. I lean more towards like the Taika Waititi stuff or the um, the Guardians films. I absolutely love and excited for their Christmas special. But um, yeah, man, a lot of the stuff is you know it's a character that I'm not really familiar with. Am I going to sink six hours into this whenever I have? four other streaming services on the home screen of my tv you know i just it's a hard sell for me so what have you been watching um i kind of do this thing where i wait for uh, apple to build up a bunch of content that i'm interested in and then i'm like all right i'll do eight bucks for this month and i'll just blow through so all the ted lasso all the uh, mythic quest is what we're on right now i'm going to try to sneak in um severance as well Uh, Watch the 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 pilot of that. that. Severance fucking rules. I know. I'm very excited for it. It's it's. uh, I have certain shows, you know. Since I, uh, you know, married and and we tend to watch things together, and she's not very interested in the weird shit. So I have to. She'll like go to bed at nine, and I'm like, all right, one hour. Let's sneak in a Severance before I. I gotta watch it under the stairs. Here's a yeah. good show
1: for you to watch as a couple, Abbott Elementary.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, or, that's a good show. Reboot. Uh, I haven't watched reboot. reboot yet. We we will. Well, we watched the first episode. It was good. Oh, yeah. I love Reboot. I better you get see a Pam greer's Cities.
3: Yeah. Pam Greer, Judy Greer. That's i them. I'd also I would like to see Pam
2: greer's Cities.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's fine quantum leap i, I no, need to t- watch no that titties That's ne- a <laughs> network show
2: yeah i'd love to see addison's titties though while we're on that page i'd
3: love to see jen's but man how to get a podcast canceled in 288 episodes <laughs>
2: 82
3: right 84 <laughs> if you want to get technicals because we have 2.5 episodes that don't count pod Podbean counts them so whatever
1: they're part of the lost the lost episodes
4: uh available on Patreon.
3: Right. Uh, awesome. Are you... Wait, so wait,
4: you you watch Quantum Leap? No. Um, I don't know, man. Ever since all the streaming is coming, I mean, going back to the style of the writing, how everything's shot in a network show, I feel like it just has a certain vibe where I'm like, it just... It doesn't have... Maybe I'm being snobby. Maybe I'm like all the prestige shows on HBO. (laughs) But... There's just something about the way I feel like network shows are are made that I am watching it and immediately my brain is like, what the fuck <laughs> what era are we watching TV in
2: I agree Chicago. I've pointed out to the guys that the like that's part of why I liked it from jump is that it doesn't do the thing where every time there's a commercial break it it plays like it was built for a streamer like for Peacock more than it was for NBC That's good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's even when you watch like cartoons, like I can't believe, you know, yes. you know, the Simpsons will be like they'll meet someone and then they'll be like, Metallica, what are you doing here when they come back
2: from commercial break this yeah. week? But network will spend like in a forty four minute show, they'll spend seven to eight minutes on refreshing you on what the fuck has happened, which is right. I, All right. right so tedious and like it's i think that's one of the main things that when you go back to network because they've updated how they shoot a lot of the stuff and their cameras but they haven't stepped away from that thing of like hey guiguo we know you just saw a thing from oral b about new toothbrushes so we need to remind you about this very in-depth crime you're watching for the first four minutes of this seven minute act <laughs> and then we're going to come back and barely add when we do it the next time with a different character getting updated for no reason yes yeah. it sucks.
3: You just got a new fucking commercial for Alexa, and then you go back to Stabler trying to solve the murder sex.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. Having Ice-T act incredulous so they can repeat what happened in the third act.
1: <laughs> I love John, Malone, oh, John Mulaney's bit about Ice-T. Right. Oh, yeah.
3: That's your job.
1: That guy cracks me up.
3: The murder police are here.
2: Is it bad to say I think I like John Mulaney more now that he's getting fat?
3: <laughs> no, oh, fat is there some
2: weight gain? Oh, there's Got a it. giant weight game since he actually quit cocaine.
1: Oh, good for him.
4: That's how he kept his boyish figure all these years. Yeah, yeah
1: tons <laughs> of cocaine.
3: Yeah, cocaine. that'll do it. Him and Nick crawl just fork it. That's too much cocaine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh, Good for him.
2: Yeah, I love it. I love seeing him with like no chin because his neck fat's just catching up. Good. I
1: am grow beard. Like the rest of us. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it starts, right?
2: Yes, that's how I it starts. He have like somehow done that first and more thorough than like any of us. Show I- us Pat Mulaney screen share
3: now.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm going. <laughs>
3: but Trip, you said you watch a lot of Mythic Quest. Is that the one with D and D and the Rob McElhenney and uh, and Cricket?
4: Uh, yeah. So the premise is basically like the formula that you would have for any kind of workplace uh, comedy. But uh, they're in a Mythic Quest is basically an analog for like World of Warcraft, so it's an MMO. Okay, so it's uh, not necessarily
3: D and
1: D.
4: No, yeah, there was another thing that I think was a Dan Harmon thing where they they like played D and D campaigns and then animated it. I think that they've tried that concept a couple times, but so I thought that was actually what it maybe was going in. But uh, no, this one is all about like a game design studio. Um, You've got like the creative designer or the creative lead, who's Rob McElhinney, who's just uh absolute narcissist like obsessed with himself invented this epic game and yeah just uh does so, his classic always sunny thing where he's just obsessed with himself and it uh plays pretty well. I like it. All right, did okay. you ever play
1: uh you mentioned World of Warcraft. Did you ever play?
4: Uh no I had like a two to three year stint, a pretty deep League of legends addiction. Oh yeah. And that was my extent and I I grew up playing like all kinds of games. Um but I don't yeah, for whatever reason, I think a lot of uh like open world shit, honestly, I I look at it and I go, That's such a big sandbox. Like I could see myself sinking five thousand hours into this. I'd better just not even pick up the needle because it's it's gonna be I played bad. for I played for three years straight. And, yeah uh
1: I'm fourteen years free. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Good for I had you. one
0: relapse <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: back when I was working at the bar, but uh, I got over that quick. Yeah. And and all it took was to just find a find a lady.
4: Yeah. I uh I during the it. pandemic uh oh no, he's frozen. Had a real uh, hello. Back. You're back. You're back. I'm back. Comcast, damn it. Uh yeah, I had a a real stint uh in the middle of the pandemic where it was like Call of Duty 8 hours a day. Ooh. But I I was like it's my social time cuz I get to play with all I get see all my friends and talk right. to them and um and at that time we were in a one bedroom apartment with just the one TV in the living room and so the missus was very <laughs> unhappy she could only sit and read in the bedroom for so long she's like this, let me watch Gordon Ramsay I'm bored. Oh yeah, it has got to be hard.
3: <laughs> you have to yeah, you got to keep got to keep everyone happy. Yeah, got to yeah. That's why you need second TV next to the watching TV so you can spend time
1: together but still
4: do your own thing. Yeah, I actually I... ended up getting a monitor so I could play in the, in the bedroom. There you go. <laughs> so, it's all about compromise. I, that
3: I got one. So, I, I, oh, I got to take a shit. I'll be right back, honey. And then. Yeah. It's under the tank of the toilet. Yeah. So, wait, I, I got questions. Is this method question? Is this live action or do they voice people in like computer generated imagery?
4: Yeah. So. The bulk of it is um, it's it's almost all live action, but they do they have uh, I think contracted Ubisoft to create all these assets for to really sell the video game. So like in between scenes, they'll intercut cut scenes from the game gameplay. You'll see people playing, and it's it's it sells as an actual MMORPG. I'm like shit that actually looks kind of fun. I could get into myth <laughs> if yeah, Mythic this, Quest were real. This looks
1: pretty funny or pretty cool.
4: Yeah. Um, so we finished season one i guess i'm late because i think they're in season three right now it's releasing mm. but i just got the wreck so i'll pass it along to y'all definitely recommend
3: okay we got a we got a wreck we got the the first trip approved. it's interesting
1: i'm looking pew, at a picture pew, pew, pew. of the casting crew and it's got rob mcelhaney listed twice one starring with a beard and then the other one is executive producer and it's it's clean shaven,
4: clean shaven. <laughs> ah. he can do it all folks it's weird there's john mulaney gaining weight yeah it's it's there
1: oh yeah i watched weird recently it reminds me of eat it or fat oh weird was so good, weird Holy was shit.
3: good. I haven't seen it. What, how can I watch this? Is this on Dude,
1: Roku? It's fantastic, to be honest with you. It's. I think Roku makes it, but uh, you can watch it elsewhere, I guess. You have to go meet
4: someone on that uh, weird intersection on Colfax and Sheridan, where they yeah. have like the uh, big metal post. Oh, yeah. And get a QR code from a guy there. It's just weird, Alan.
1: can disguise
4: yeah
1: <laughs> it's a it's a link to a website that just has a uh an animated gif of him yeah holy shit kind of weird
3: man jack black's in it as wolfman jack that's right brother that's so <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh...
1: that dude everybody is in this movie there's so yeah. many people in this movie and there's so many awesome characters from that time period and i gotta tell you this movie is it's It's a Weird Al Yankovic song of his life. It's a parody and it's wonderful.
3: I love it, dude. Oh, it is. How the fuck can I see this? Roku.com. It's
1: a a
4: gem.
3: I don't have Roku. It's free. It's actually free
4: to sign up. I don't know what their long play is, just brand awareness, I guess. But well, they sell it to cheap
2: TVs that's installed on so many devices now. Right.
4: They're like, okay, we don't want anything
3: now, but we'll be back for your first board. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Most of their stuff is ad-supported, so they know Ah. people that are getting cheap TVs are going to watch their free streamer and watch the ads.
1: I bet you their business model is going to be to build this up big enough so that Google wants to buy them for an obscene amount of money.
2: They have a Bill Burr sketch show that came out like a year ago, Mitch.
4: Oh, is that on Roku?
2: Yeah, they have... Mm -hmm. uh, That's the only place you can watch it, too. They have the new... 911 season hey, is there
1: who, who's going to buy roku because think about what it does you just said it has all those tvs that it's built in who buys roku don't we don't know. talk about that stuff anymore we used to Well, who? Uh, would be, I, I would say apple you think apple that would be devastating i Why think is that well because if all these tvs are being sold at walmart mm. or maybe target but definitely walmart because that's oh. where i bought my tv and i saw them uh, but you can get them in any of those stores with the built-in Roku. So now whoever owns that has access to those TVs uh, on the root level. That's that's pretty strong. It's pretty proud for a position. Not bad. And and then another platform for that content. So people are watching whatever content you want them to.
3: Yeah, I hope Apple doesn't
2: buy them. It doesn't look like anybody's going to buy them. They already went public, and it's like the highest percentage owner is nine percent. So it'd be a pretty difficult sell.
3: We oh, could we could become the controlling interest.
1: I think Google could buy it and really be nefarious about it. Should we Musk this Roku deal up? Uh, now <laughs> throw billions at it trip we make deals happen perfect it's, it's weird <laughs> of the like the 17 listeners that we have how many of them come from hollywood it has to be upwards of zero yeah
2: <laughs> i know jack, shout out jack nicholson i know you're listening maybe we might we might have some hollywood listeners
3: <laughs> yeah, dude we should just rebrand as the hollywood insider podcast or some shit and just have people tune in to hear us be like, who's got the best titties on NBC? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Which is not something we do, but it was,
4: what's the central theme sometimes. with you, Mitch? Sometimes, sometimes. Ratings oh. are outdated. Uh-huh. It's about Mitch Jones. <laughs> obsession <laughs> with titties. Yeah. it's the I only did. metric that matters anymore. On Mitch's yeah. obsession with titties. <laughs>
2: Coming in hot. Mitch wants him dumped out. Dump (laughs) him. Jesus Christ. I (laughs) I wish we had an inside line to Hollywood. I really want to know what's happened to Leno. Oh
3: yeah. Jay Leno. He was just in a car fire. Third-degree
1: burns on his face.
2: His face and hands. And he's got to get skin grafting.
1: It could be. Wait a minute. Have you guys seen
3: this? Have you heard about this?
4: No. Uh, This this is why I come to the insiders. <laughs> the first, yeah. the hot John Mulaney weight it, gain beat. It was like now a, this. It was like a steam yeah. engine car or something. Steam
2: engine car, and he was priming the line like he does underneath it with a blowtorch, like a psychopath. I've watched yeah. him do it on TV before, and been like, "That." Oh, he was better. siphoning gas. Is that what you said? No, he takes a blowtorch. He primes the gas lines because it makes your steam engine run better if everything's already heated up instead of running it cold till it's hot. And, and one the, of the gasoline. gasoline- One of the gas lines burst and sprayed gas all over his face and body. And then he caught on fire.
3: Oh, he had a lit
2: blowtorch in his hand. And uh,
3: you would would think that he would have like a lift or something for his
2: cars. He might have, it might've been on a lift, but I've seen him do it in a jumpsuit underneath it. It, You just do it to start it. So you don't, you don't do it like while you're working on it. You do it right before you jump in.
3: Yeah. But I don't want, I was going to have to make fun of him, but I, you're also a car guy. So I'd be like, what kind of fucking freak wants to get under his car <laughs> and heat up his gas lines with a
2: blowtorch so he could go down and get some fucking scratchers? No, you're not wrong. Like, even car, that's why <laughs> you're <laughs> crazy by even car guys and why I have a clear memory of watching him do this 10 years ago on his show is that it's psychotic the shit he'll drive. He drives shit that is antiquated for a reason. Not yeah. just like old combustion cars, but old steam tank engines and shit that like we abandoned that technology at the time because it was so fucking dangerous, not because it wasn't a better idea. It was like, well, this is a good idea, but we can't keep having boiling water explosions on people's <laughs> families.
4: I know like uh, part of the appeal of these cars is that he does want to do all the weird shit that makes it operate, including... Oh, yeah putting a blowtorch on it but do you not have enough tonight show money to have a a preheat boy to go out there and warm your steam engine up for you
2: he definitely does he still has famously never spent any of his tonight show checks it's all sitting in one bank account really yeah he was because he Stole the show, so he was always afraid somebody was going to steal it from him, and that he'd be broke.
1: Yeah, so who He's does he like, go to when he dies?
2: No, he has no so heirs. Cute. He has no heirs. No nieces, no nephews, no cousins, no shit. Him and uh, him and his wife are it. At The end of the line for both families.
3: Really? Even Mavis doesn't have any. That's his wife, right? Mavis. Yeah.
2: Mavis is the shit. Nope. Flat party.
3: twist. It all goes to Conan O'Brien.
2: <laughs> no, it'll it like a big part of it'll probably go towards paying his mechanics to maintain his cars for as long as they can, because he's already been told by most of the major museums that they don't want his cars. He has too much shit and it's too hard to upkeep and no nobody wants it. When he dies, it's going to ruin the market on old cars if his shit gets liquidated and jay also doesn't like the idea of his cars being in museums because it like bothers him when cars don't get driven yeah so maybe you should get it you know dude i've been setting up a meeting with his producer for like a year and a half to go out there and try to talk him out of his 56 buick nice
3: well yeah you'll be like you can go in prime the gas tanks put your dick in the gas
2: hole (laughs) this is like a normal car he's put a big block chevy in it it's modern but it's the car he lived in behind the comedy store and i don't want to see it go to scrap
3: nice would you fuck a car
1: yes or no
2: no what the fuck? <laughs> would you fuck an action figure that's not right
1: have you had some kind yeah, of robotic see? port some kind of neural port or what have you no would you, yeah would you uh interact with with a no. car where no not like on an r2 level or remember that.
3: Saturday Night Live sketch from like the 90s about the car you could have sex with.
1: No, no,
3: <laughs> we have a
1: nod. Yes, are you
3: guys from the universe the Bernstein Bears universe? <laughs> is that what, is? Uh,
1: what era of Saturday Night Live? Like 90s.
3: I don't want to Google that... a car you can have sex with plus you know, Saturday what, Night
1: Live. What's gonna what be... comics? What funny people?
3: It was like Phil Hartman era. I love yeah. it. It was the bad boys era.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
3: Funny enough, car that you can have sex with doesn't show up in (laughs) (laughs) the YouTube uh, algorithm.
2: (laughs) I think YouTube's actively trying to suppress any like sexy things on there.
3: That sucks. Well, where am I going to see my hot cosplayers now? DeviantArt,
4: yeah, (laughs) DeviantArt, Tumblr's back. Tumblr recently. There are places to look. You're just not on them.
2: Reddit. Yeah,
4: Reddit. All right, I'm going for it. I'm
3: going to open an incognito tab. I was thinking
4: about this. Like, you know, clearly Google is still tracking what we do in an incognito tab. So I feel like you open it up to do weird shit. And then anytime they would want anything on you, they just have to go and filter your searches to just the incognito shit. Mm -hmm. And then they have everything that you think is weird about yourself itemized in your (laughs) incognito searches. Yeah.
2: For sure, but it does make me feel safer. So it's it's supposed to keep it from touching your algorithms too.
1: All right, so Trip, Mm. I got a question for you based on what you said earlier about uh, Marvel. What about DC stuff? Do you like the DC stuff?
4: Oh boy! Um, If I am, (laughs) if the uh, head of DC is listening, uh, he's one of our favorite. He's one of our biggest fans. Patreon subscriber. Um, James
2: Gunn. Oh, Zaslav. I'll fucking kill him.
4: I think you've had so much success bailing on the extended universe idea. Like the joke. Everyone loves Joker. Everyone loves um, the Suicide Squad. Everyone loved Peacemaker. I mean, I guess I'm speaking for myself. I don't know about everyone. But we loved it. Why? Just do your like one off weird art house projects and to leave the Justice League idea alone. It's we had great Justice League cartoons, we have all these animated movies that are great. Just leave, I don't know, man. That for me, it's just they've tried time and time again to catch up to the Marvel formula, and it's just not going to work. So, well,
2: James Gunn is supposed to be almost done writing the new DCEU Bible.
4: Yes, I was just, oh,
2: to
1: really? Say that. Yeah,
4: well, if there's someone that could do it, I'll put He's it He's putting uh,
1: together the roadmap for. He's put in charge of all DC stuff well, and, yeah. and some uh, Peter
4: Safran.
2: And they put him so much alone in charge that he's writing like basically a show Bible for the whole universe for 10 years. Okay. Well, which is nuts, but it's if we good start at the beginning. When he starts assigning things to creators, they'll have this to reference. Yeah. So they don't go off in weird directions and make shit that does not, not congruent at all. Which yeah. has been a problem for them forever
4: well all right if they completely if they go full reboot i i never liked i mean from the beginning man of steel i wasn't a big fan of maybe that's uh not everyone's opinion but i didn't think man of steel was great i agree and then everything was on that same path like i think the biggest issue is i don't know they build up these big moments in these epic battles but there's so much like what is the consequence of a punch if you can fly through 12 skyscrapers and have no not sustain any damage like i don't know the scale of it is too big it's too fast i don't know what the hell's going on the whole time so i just think they need to hit the Black reset Adam?
2: no i didn't that's apparently going to be like one of the tent poles of the new universe gonna be the shazam stuff
4: <clears throat> okay and then I-, I don't know go ahead no i was just gonna say like uh, they they had all the like you
3: said they were their mercury Mist or uh, the the like the uh what am I trying to say? They had the multiverse where they were like, Oh, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton and uh Robert Pattinson. They're all Batman, but they're different. Like you're saying you want a collective into one timeline Marvel style. I mean, not you know, the the original Infinity saga.
4: Mm, I don't know. Are we is the answer for any uh uh drowning superhero franchise to just introduce a multiverse element and just (laughs) i mean no no that's why i'm excited guns
2: in charge i think he's smart enough to realize they need to do a bunch of standalone shit before they attempt yeah because the last one was definitely a grasp at straws of like we're gonna reboot the justice league and immediately do the justice league we're not gonna we're not gonna build this up at fucking
1: all that was piss poor
2: Yeah, Yeah. but there
1: is a problem. There is a problem. I saw a trailer for the new Shazam and in it and maybe it's just in the trailer. They show him talking about the members of the Justice League.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't mean the Justice League doesn't exist or that like they can't all acknowledge the Justice League without it being justice league stories
1: yeah but i don't want to give up on all those all those characters i i,
2: I don't i, really I think would, gun doesn't have to i think it sounds like they announced they're only gonna have one batman going forward
1: i think we ditch fucking barry allen and we get wally west and we and we move on with yeah. a new flag
2: that would be dope but they're gonna to have to choose between battenson and fucking batflack pretty fast here
1: no because Batson all day i mean yes i would agree i would you, agree you could you could still use anybody and have the patents in uh just like you look at Batman Year One or or what have oh, you. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, but they're they already introduced Cavill at the end of I mean spoilers, but at and the he's end back, Black yeah. Black Adam, Superman's back, so it's still yeah. Cavill gonna be going forward in this DC. Which I'm
1: totally okay with because despite Trip, what you said, I agree with you. I didn't like Man of Steel that much. I didn't like it as a Superman movie. I liked yeah. it as a movie. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining as an alien comes to Earth movie and is raised on a farm. and You know, similar to Superman. Sure. not Superman.
2: So I'm glad Cavill's back. I just hope I the implication... It's the opposite about how I feel about Daredevil. I hope that the fact that he's back doesn't mean they all are. Mm-hmm. I don't you don't like Ezra. Who do
3: you oh, like oh. in the cast?
2: I don't like Gal. I don't like Ezra. Really, I just like him and... In- Ben Affleck, and I like Pattinson better, so I don't want them to choose Affleck either.
1: I agree. I like Batfleck. I've said it since the beginning.
2: I think he's probably the best rounded Batman actor. He's just in some really piss-poor movies. If he would have been in the first Keaton movie, it would have been 40% better if he was just in a shot-for-shot remake of the fucking Keaton film. (laughs)
0: Because
2: he's both. He's a good Batman and he's a great Bruce Wayne. And we really... Keaton was the closest to being great at both and he's an okay
1: Batman i would agree yeah he's a little stiff and a little um, tiny yeah 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 i would i would agree with all that you just said because i did i don't like Ben Affleck as an actor as a person i don't really know him but i just don't like him and i never have <laughs> even when he's in great roles
3: yeah I, I
1: despise him more you know yeah. and you're a Matt Damon guy. I'm a Matt Damon guy. Uh, Matt Damon. Inside
3: you, there Matt. are two wolves. One is an Affleck. One is a Damon.
4: True. I'm a Damon. Either way, they really want to go to fucking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> How do you
3: like damn apples?
1: But I did. I did like Batfleck.
4: I thought he. I thought he was great. I agree with you. And I've
2: also had to defend it to people who are like, why are you apologizing for Ben Affleck? Like, listen, I've got no fucking nothing on his career doing better. I don't give a shit. Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. I
2: agree. But I just think it was really good. I think it's maybe the most I've liked him in anything.
1: I would, I would agree with that. But I I did like Argo. That was a good movie. He's a better director than he's an actor. Sorry, man.
3: No, you're good. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: Go ahead. No, I said it. He's a better director than he is an actor.
3: I think that's the most Batman-esque. Uh, maybe not, because he does kill a lot of people. So he yeah. made
2: it <laughs> that became a rule like during the Keaton animated series era. That's not like a steadfast rule in the old books. Batman's no, he's had collateral damage for a long time.
3: The price I think for they justice. Risk, they must have retconned it so that he never kills.
2: Yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. That that's a that's a thing out of the early nineties when kids shows couldn't have violence like that. Burton was trying to make him more of the the, you know, black and white good guy. But Bat, Batman had a gun in the first issue that he's using on people. Like he <laughs> he's not it's not a steadfast rule in the Batman universe that he doesn't fuck people up. He is in the books, mortally wounded a lot of people. A lot that's of really,
3: that's really funny to go through all the trouble to make yourself one with the darkness, become a ninja Batman, like terror of the Gotham City. Only to be like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Then
2: that's that's the other part. Is it makes it a better story and him a better hero when you. kind of make that rule but it's more that he doesn't in the books he doesn't kill anybody who's mentally ill if they're mentally ill he'll turn them over to arkham if you willingly work for the mentally ill guy and you're doing violence on locals you're kind of up for grabs to die
3: oh like all the henchmen
2: yeah Because those guys aren't insane. And that's why, like, in the books, even, like, Dick and other people have these conflicts of, like, why the fuck don't you just kill the Joker? And he's like, well, it'd be wrong to kill someone who needs help. Yeah,
3: because if I go down that road, I'll never come back
2: yeah except he's just laying out bodies all the time
3: <laughs> yeah batman won't kill you but he'll fucking beat your ass and leave you unconscious in the snow
2: yeah but i think i think affleck's performance is the closest to capturing like why conroy was the best rest in peace but he he played bruce and the bat as two totally different things so did keaton keaton did but he just like wasn't as good at being the bat his uh, bat yeah not, he, like the batman's not scary to me at all even as a kid, like nothing about the bat was like, oh yeah, I'd shit my pants in an alley if that thing dropped down from the rafters. It was just like, oh, he's pretty
4: cool. <laughs> Is this still the stiff neck costume too? I think that's a major hindrance on your acting whenever. Yeah, you're you have bad to do when you with you your have chest. To
2: lead with your shoulders everywhere you get. Yeah, that's yeah. very <laughs> yeah, yeah. A tough have-
4: spot to be in.
3: He comes from the RoboCop uh school of looking at things
1: (laughs) Mm,
2: mm. (laughs) it's true too there are are a lot of awkward moments with him just like kind of adjusting Mm -hmm. that first one
1: (laughs) all right so so let's go back to this because i'm really intrigued by uh this james gunn kind of grassroots building of the dceu and by that i mean just like you know just pulling up little story yeah Mm -hmm. he's he's writing great story
2: yeah and he just got the chance to rewrite everything and smartly went about it in the fashion of writing a bible
1: so what characters do you think we're gonna see maybe a show of or just get introduced i feel like they should make an arkham asylum Mm -hmm. show or movie just to really highlight some of the the fun and, and cool villain
3: yeah he shared a uh james gunn shared a picture of mr terrific today
1: yeah oh really yeah, yeah.
3: just some like concept art or something so i don't know if that's well, gonna happen
2: dope maybe a watchtower show or something dude and in the past he's talked about how he wants to do lobo
1: shut up the the he's talking about how door. he wants to do
2: Plaza
1: uh right, where it we seems to be teasing a Mr. Terrific project. They
2: make gail Simone's Plastic Man 6 issue run into just like a limited series like That would fucking rock.
1: Holy cow. I I'm a I'm a fan of Mr. Terrific. I like some of that stuff. I think it'd be a cool show.
2: Yeah, I like any hero whose powers is his sweet balls. Sweet balls. Trip, who do you want to see make a uh resurgence that's
3: so not one of the main DC characters?
4: We've got really the whole Warner Bros so I'm James Gunn wrote Scooby-Doo one and two, I believe. Yep. I would uh, be interested in seeing some Scooby-Doo content. <laughs> I actually, just, <laughs> I actually just watched. They had a I was on an airplane and they always seem to have the most random shit on like the media player. And they had Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. Nice. Oh. That was a lot of fun. Definitely recommend good. it. Didn't really make any sense, but uh, just to see those two characters making a sandwich together was, <laughs> made it all worth it.
2: It's on HBO Max if you yep. guys watch it. Nice.
4: I just like, like courage when he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't even know uh, how you and voice act that. Like, <laughs> <I love it. laughs>
2: just do a turkey gobble
4: right Right yeah that uh that uh i guess it was just like an animated movie or something it was about like a little bit over an hour they did dedicate like a good three to four minutes to a awful just god awful eustace hip-hop song (laughs) Nice. (laughs) it's so horrible dude i was watching it i was like oh i thought we left this shit in the early 2000s why are we putting in a, a horrible hip-hop track right here. but
3: Did it have the, like, I'm used to Spangs, and I'm like, here yeah. to say? 100%. <laughs>
4: yeah. Because I am oh, I forget what the chorus was. He's like, because I'm getting paid or something like that. You know, just those generic. Stupid uh, dog.
2: Yeah. I do think it would be smart of gun on a back to the other thing. Sorry. If okay. they'd use booster gold to figure out and reset the timeline, however they see fit.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Uh yeah, because he's meddling in different timelines and histories and it'd be easy for them to just get away from whatever Ezra Miller they needed to get away from.
4: Is he still terrorizing people throughout the Pacific Islands? Just oh. island hopping and
1: <laughs> No, I think he's just doing it from prison now.
4: Oh, yeah. okay. They got him, they found him. Didn't they? Yeah. They I'm caught all... the flash in jail yet <laughs>
2: I think he might have got out of jail quite right? elusive trial for stealing that child
4: Jesus Christ dude felony burglary yeah, this is why, offense, uh, this yeah.
1: is why
3: it, it fucking it floors me that uh they're still going
2: forward with the Flash movie. Well, and back to what Tripp said. Did you hear about the latest casualty that Zaslov is tempting me to go full Baco on his ass with? Oh, They killed Scoop 2. Oh, that's right. That's right. They killed Scoop 2 and then told the animators to finish it anyway. So the film is like fully fucking rendered and finished sitting on the shelf forever.
4: Oh, the old Batgirl treatment?
2: Yeah, but it's yeah. it's crazier that like production wasn't done and he told them to finish. Jesus. That's psycho yeah
3: <laughs> i mean for as much problems as marvel has with their vfx department and overworking them still way fucking worse to make people finish something that's doomed right
2: yeah that's like cruel one of the articles i read said it's not clear if he made them or let them and it's like well i don't think he would have like let them and paid them
1: No, well, that sounds like what he might have done which would be kind of cool
2: yeah this guy's in the process of burning down a company for insurance money. (laughs) I mean, I (laughs) feel feel like I don't know why he would have paid them unless he wanted it finished. Mm. It might've been part of the stipulation for the tax write-off that it needed to be a finished film that was shelved. I I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know, but I'm seeing here on HBO max, there's making a Scooby-Doo remake, Scooby-Doo remake Velma.
2: Right. Mm. That's been, that's also been done and out of production for a minute. It there. it, Mindy
3: Kaling
1: it as, says new uh, series streaming next year.
2: Or yeah, maybe it's very early January. It's oh soon. Mindy May
1: Kaling, Kaling is on Velma. Max. Oh, I like it. It would be like a younger murder she wrote.
2: Uh it's supposed to be very much in the vein of Harley Quinn. Oh. I love that show.
1: Oh dear. And
3: now that show has the best currently existing Batman voice actor, Diedrich Bader.
2: Dietrich. Yeah.
3: I feel like we got to talk about it man. I we lost a huge talent this week. Kevin Conroy, rest in peace.
1: I should have the
3: too. definitive Batman.
1: Yeah.
3: RIP Kevin Conroy. You'll never be forgotten. You made a huge mark on all of our lives. If you're a Bat fan that grew up in the in the mid or late early 90s rather 92, um mm-hmm. yeah, man, fuck cancer. Took took it killed Batman.
1: Yeah rest in peace buddy
3: yeah i've been watching a lot of uh kevin conroy batman content this uh this past week
2: um i kind of think i might go watch the last batman movie i don't think i've seen from back then the mystery of the batwoman
3: oh yeah that one's good
2: yeah what's her face kelly Rippa.
3: yeah she's batwoman weird yeah i
2: mean it definitely goes of the movies phantasm Sub-Zero mm-hmm. mystery of the Batwoman. I didn't even know it was a thing. Did it come out during Batman Beyond? It came out during
3: right when they switched from Batman the animated series to the new Batman Adventures,
2: but I don't yeah, remember man, him as a kid at all.
3: He was a cool guy, Kevin Conroy, and uh, you know, I always wanted to see him at, a, at a, a convention and I always, you know, it was like the fucking Homer Simpson meeting Esther T. It's like, I'll just go a little later. I'll go a little later. I'll go next time. By the time I got there, wasn't there. It was When late. I asked the man if he was ever coming back, he said he didn't know. But yeah, man, that's it's a fucking huge bummer. Uh I don't know. Whenever I read Batman comics, I always hear fucking Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as the Joker. That's just how much of an impact that series had on me. My mm. Batman.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely my Batman. I cried in my car. I had to like sit in my car for 15 minutes before I went to work. Yeah,
3: yeah I
4: should punch
2: the steering wheel. No, my steering wheel is very old. <laughs>
4: Fuck your. <car. laughs> Did you torch your steam uh, tubes? Yeah, no,
2: I should have. I might get my vacuum tubes to work actually. <laughs> huh? I might, I might blowtorch the car tomorrow. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Jake,
2: protect your face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wear a mask
2: gas lines i'm gonna do airlines oh okay because he He kills no there's no air running through unless the engine's on
1: so what's he gonna do is he gonna he has to get a skin graft he's gonna wear a mask
2: sounds like skin grafts we don't really know yet the only reason they went public is like people got worried when he didn't show up to work what do you mean work like he didn't shoot like he didn't show
4: garage show
2: meet people to shoot his garage show like he has a, a garage TV. show? Yeah, Jalen O's Garage. Yes, he has, has a, a show. very active YouTube channel. Well, just because I don't watch it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, I guess. No. <laughs> I watch I watch it like twice a week, Mitch, so it yeah, I know, because you're out there with your Mercury mistress. I don't have a Mercury. I'm not a Ford guy like you. I like cars.
1: <laughs> All right, so wait, what superheroes would we, would we like to see shows on? Like, I like uh, little guys like that. Uh, I want to see a plastic man. I bet plastic you James man. Gunn will do a plastic.
2: Man. Yeah, he's already said he wanted to. That was one of the things when he was saying, like, he doesn't have the time to do all the projects he has in mind. Yeah. He brought up Plastic Man. He brought up Lobo. I think he brought up Mr. Terrific, didn't he, Mitch? Uh,
3: yeah, he showed that picture of Mr. Terrific. Yeah, I wouldn't I, be opposed to seeing some Green Arrow. I mean, I know he has a yeah. whole show about him, but I like yeah. me some Green Arrow.
2: I wouldn't be opposed to them bringing a Mel back. Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, black canary um or, or Batman Beyond. I, mean, Beyond, you know, Baby.
2: I would love that but I think they're gonna at least have that'd be like phase two or three
1: I would agree
2: before they tease us something that takes place like definitely in the future and would have to ground I don't know if they'll do that cinematically for a while it'd have to be almost else worlds because it would put a cap they'd have to cap so many stories in that I wish. That They could have made it with live
3: action Kevin Conroy. That would have been as Bruce Wayne.
2: I think that's one of the biggest travesties, man. He was perfect. He could have played the shit out of that role. They should have done that instead of going with Kingdom Come on the Arrowverse. It was right there.
1: Yeah, but you know what? At least we got him for that.
2: Let's. I know. It was beautiful.
1: That was such a glorious moment uh i really loved what cw did
2: and he just wrote his first batman comic in june yeah yeah where he had the it came out it was in the dc pride month thing yep the only reason i read it was that i saw conroy's name on the cover and i was like whoa i gotta check this out it was really moving
3: yeah man uh talk about a guy who really understood the character and as the kids say, he understood
4: the assignment. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and and how to break that uh be had to break your statement up because you were tearing up, didn't you? Yeah. You had to undercut it. <laughs> yeah. Andy <he laughs> risked my pain with college. Framework. College friends with
2: Christopher Reeves and Robin Williams. Yeah. So he was friends with Superman even as a child. It all makes sense.
3: Yeah. It's so weird that, like, I was just watching this video earlier today of it was Kevin Conroy and his most recent, probably the, I mean, definitely the last appearance on Inside of You, Michael Rosenbaum's uh, podcast. Yeah. And he was talking about how he randomly got recommended for the audition process for Batman the Animated Series because uh Andrea Romano who is the voice director on that show. Yeah. Um she got a recommendation from one of her friends cuz she was going crazy trying to you know audition all these Batman and they just weren't cutting it. So this guy recommended Kevin Conway in New York because he was doing theater and, and classical plays and whatnot. And he just understood who Batman was because Batman's it, it's a Greek tragedy, his whole story. And then he was like, and that wouldn't happen today because of the stunt t- casting with Like star power like they wouldn't do a a fairly unknown broadway actor to come in and be one of these tentpole uh, voices on a major dc project
2: Hmm. no and and he was killer and the comic goes into how he felt like he understood batman because he had to pretend to be straight he had two personalities he had the one he had and the one he had out in public and that's because i do think like no one before conroy had ever played bruce that way
3: yeah adam west
2: kind of played batman as bruce
3: yeah there's that uh there's that scene in um it's from the 66 batman where he's talking to commissioner gordon on two different phones as bruce
2: wayne and batman it's the same voice it's the same voice yeah same voice same tone same demeanor right (laughs) but yeah i think conroy was the he
3: invented the like bruce wayne is the like you know hey doc what's going
2: on what well, was in the books is just like nobody had ever embodied it and he got it like he read a couple of things to get into the character and was immediately like oh i get this this is what i do when he's out in public he has to be boisterous and into everything and then when he gets home he can do his thing
1: man he did batman for voice for a long time i'm looking at his imdb
2: most of the video games yeah i mean i was Personally, other than when they had Diedrich Bader on the cartoon, the bat, you know, I don't like any. I don't like when Bowser plays him. I don't like when they have other people do it, man. It's just not right. Right. It's always frustrated me that they would cast <laughs> anyone else while that motherfucker was alive. Yeah. It's just like why. He's part and he he can play the Arkham version. Like, it's not like he can only do the boisterous kids' version of the character. He, He has levels to how he can play Batman,
3: dude. Those Arkham games are so good with his voice acting. You play those, trip, you're nodding.
4: Yeah, I fondly remember playing through the first one, and they've got some really, uh, genuinely terrifying, like scarecrow sequences. Yeah, and then they had like a false. Uh, disc scratch message. So it's like you actually, the screen, like the gameplay stops, the screen is like, oh, your game is scratched. You need to eject it, and whatever. And you actually have to like take the disc out of your console and put it back in. And then when you come back, Scarecrow's like, gotcha, bitch. Like <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and I was like that in terms of game design is some absolutely next level shit. That, that blew me away. So yeah, those games are, I remember every review when they were coming out was like, you really feel like Batman. And I was like, all right, I mean, I guess like if that's, and then I played it and I was like, "Yep, yeah, no, they nailed it. This is how it should, this is how it should feel. The combat, the movement, everything about it. So absolute classics for sure.
3: Yeah. And it, it kind of gave you the like, where, you know, you can choose how you want to fight. You want to use batarangs, you want to use right. force, you want to use stealth. I always like grapple hooking the people I was fighting, pulling them towards oh, me, me and clotheslining lining
4: them. Oh yeah. <laughs> that
3: was always my move
4: yeah oh, yeah. i also like the naming convention like as the series went on it's like all right we start with arkham asylum and then wasn't it like arkham city yeah. and then arkham world and then at that point they're like fuck um arkham knight like, arkham like knight. they ran out they couldn't scale it any higher so they just what was something else yeah oracle run
3: these like, samples, samples. But I've been practicing my Kevin Conroy.
2: He was playing such a nuancedly different version of the character than what he played in most of the other things when he was in those video games. It's like it's really amazing. I mean, Tom Kenny is a bad motherfucker. I don't think he could play SpongeBob that different.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, a gritty SpongeBob James Gunn SpongeBob movie. Come in, sign me. Hey up, Patrick,
3: bro. let's go fuck these people up.
2: <laughs> yeah like i, I you know dimaggio a fucking beast dude i don't think he could play bender in a nuanced way that would change it that much
4: yeah i was just thinking about you guys are familiar with the story of uh the casting for bender as well no so Maybe not. No. the short version that i heard is basically that everyone that got an audition for bender came in and they're like i'm bender people you know they do like a actual robot voice and then he mm. comes in and he's just like I'm Benda baby. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> why does he it. just sound like another? They just absolutely loved it. So that's how he got the part. Hell yeah. I I... And the
3: rest, as they say, is history. It's history.
4: And now he, <laughs> the show will not die. I'm so excited for the next round of episodes.
3: Me too. I was super worried when they didn't have him on the the payroll. Right. And he, he held out. You think John DiMaggio got rich from Futurama? No, he got rich from Adventure Time. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's even more rich because of, you know, he held out for Futurama mm-hmm. and he killed any sort of hope that an aspiring voice actor that can vaguely do a bender could step into those shoes. <laughs> Is that
2: personal, Mitch?
3: <laughs> <laughs> i bender, baby. We can fit another two-thirds of a person in here.
2: Yeah, I looked away. That would work. I need to get one of those good microphones because I feel like I don't know. Oh no, there's definitely loss.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna get one of those good microphones and start practicing voices.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, just get like uh just get something from blue, some USB blue. bullshit. A yeah. Yeti or a snowball will get you started.
3: I need one of those condenser ones and I need like the padding that goes around it so it
4: doesn't escape. This, this is uh Matt, fun. I think you joined late. This is actually a rock band USB microphone.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that is I wonderful. have
4: no idea why this is still in my drawer under my TV but
3: for this moment for doing broadcast geeks yeah, <laughs> It's so funny because uh yeah man like audio quality has never really been a hallmark of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: man, those are true. I words. mean we
3: used to record it at El Torito while the bar was open so <laughs> during brunch. Gosh,
1: God man with with an iPhone uh oh. We oh, yeah. had a zoom mic in it yeah.
3: so if anything trip you're the first person to actually give a shit about audio quality and use i'm a elevating
2: <laughs> yeah Dude, hey, i'm you elevating might be the first person on a separate mic we've ever had on this it oh man. yes true. yes
3: Let's trip's go. reinventing the show thank you <laughs> We appreciate
2: i mic it. up for my other show i just didn't i didn't
3: Yeah, but we're the dirty prostitute that you meet behind the dumpster after you (laughs) stop hanging around with your rich friends, Matt, uh, (laughs) Sam, and Nathan.
2: Yeah, you guys are that Big Mac Whopper rapper that's hidden under my car seat so the wife doesn't find out
3: yeah but we've been that that under your car seat for way longer than you've been we glowing it up with matt it was sam i keep saying matt but it's really sam and nathan
1: yeah it's not me i'm not down there yet i'll be there next week though nice i've been getting i I got a mcrib the other day and i haven't told my wife about it i'm not trying to hide it i just you shouldn't tell her about it. i hid all the evidence (laughs)
3: though i
1: did bury it in the woods
2: (laughs)
3: that's what makes it so nasty baby
2: (laughs) yeah Mitch I feel like most of what you need to do to get your voices down is just live alone in the middle of nowhere like I do where I just walk around my house for like six hours a day trying to do different voices because if I don't do that Ted Kaczynski
1: or Kaczynski's Batman Wait, are you saying you'd be Ted Kaczynski?
2: I'd be very similar. I don't think I'm as smart as he is. it's a lot of writing. You need to grow a beard. I think mine would be a very guiguo version.
3: (laughs) You already hate the post office, so you're like halfway there.
2: (laughs) Those rotten bastards. They have their own police. They're basically the Gestapo. What are we going to do to stop them?
4: um have a dog in your front yard true or
2: get no mail dogs but i've been known uh mitch did you watch the mid-season finale of uh yes i did
3: uh first of all great episode um i mean it was very uh you know it's like one of those camp movies from early 90s or late maybe late 90s early 2000s you know uh, where they have the, the hot box where all the bad kids go. And um, I'm always down for a good use of Blur's song number two. Yeah. I love that song. Woo-hoo! Fuck yeah. That was fun.
1: I got my head
3: chain. My head jumbo chant. I don't even know what the fuck it means. But when I hear it, I'm yeah. like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: and then, you know how many yeah.
3: fucking like tribute videos to certain movie characters I've put in my, i directed in my fucking brain to that song.
2: <laughs> I love you, Mitch Jones.
3: Um, if only I wasn't so fucking lazy and I could learn editing software.
2: And we almost find out what Al's daughter's up to. Oh yeah, Janice Calavici. Yeah, she's is she a good guy or is she a fucking bad guy?
4: She's both.
2: Trip, are you
3: familiar with Quantum Leap?
4: Uh, like one percent. Okay. Extremely so, little knowledge. Whatever
3: you know about that old Scott Bakula shit, fuck all that. That's, <laughs> okay. Except this it's is still the, all true. It's still all true in a TV sense, but this is a new reboot of the series that you can watch on Peacock, um, and it follows. They're using the same technology, but a guy's using it for a different purpose. Yeah, the the revelation that he's doing it because his uh, his fiance is gonna die in the future when is she's that what he,
2: leaping. I think he's leaping so that she's not leaping to die because she was supposed to be the leaper. Remember, he was supposed she's to be the guy and she's supposed to be the leaper. So she, he, Ben Song, was supposed to be the spotter.
1: Sleeper has yeah. awoken,
2: and she was
3: supposed to be the leaper. Yes. So what's Leaper X? Is Leaper X trying? It, oh fuck, dude! Leaper X is trying to kill Addison. <sighs> And in the original timeline where she left, he's the one that killed her. Yeah, but like,
2: how the fuck did that guy know who he is? Because they're from the... Few, it's very all over the... I, I like, and, But they're doing a good job, so I'm not worried about any of it. I know there's answers to all of this.
3: My guess is that he got those, like, x-ray specs from the back of a comic book, and he, could, he can see Ben. Uh, Trip, so basically, if you go into this quantum leap machine, you jump backwards into time, and you inhabit another person's body and you try to right the wrongs of you know what they ended up getting them killed
2: okay right or is it always getting them killed jake not always getting them killed sometimes it's loved ones or a divorce but you have to solve
4: this person they're in some sort of conundrum yeah it's up
2: to you to the machine ziggy puts you somewhere and then you have to figure out why you're left there like that's part of the story every time as they get there and they're just like what the fuck am i supposed to fix Mm -hmm. and then it quickly becomes obvious right and then uh and then he has to figure it out but yeah in this one he's the scientist not the leaper so he's also more inept than Mm -hmm. sam was in the original which it sounds like you did not watch
3: no, <laughs> I, I didn't either, so... I did. It was good. You know what? How many episodes is there? I could probably catch up and watch it. now. There's that a on. lot,
2: Mitch. All it's, hiatus. It's long. Fuck. Never mind, then. <laughs> and they're mostly two-part or two-hour episodes. Yeah, but they'll be 44 minutes on Peacock. Ooh. I think they're like 49 because it's from the 80s. Commercials I like me was more 49. Let's see. I'm sure it's on my up next. Oh. <laughs> Weirdo. Weirdo.
1: Yeah, uh, if you haven't watched that, you should go watch Weird. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And he's in it. Everyone's in it. What does
2: Weird Al play? Same guy he played in the short they did on Funny or Die like seven years ago. So does he play a guy that's just like you'll never make it, kid? Kind My
1: bad. He's a music guy. He's a uh, Scotty. Yeah, he plays. A- he plays
2: the record producer.
4: Yeah. <laughs> big big exec. That's so funny. I love Weird Al. Yeah. Just tearing apart his own concept of his entire career. He's like nobody will ever buy a song with different lyrics. Oh, well, I-
2: he was on a uh, camel or. Fallon last week he was on both but I forget which one this came up and they were like how well did you know Madonna and he was like oh I met her once for 45 seconds live on air it's the only time I've ever spoken with the woman
3: and what she's oh, like really? a major role in this movie or what
1: oh yeah. kind of has a major role yeah big time
3: what, it's like I dated Madonna I'm weird out
1: yeah she's kind of the Yoko. <laughs> nailed it she's the Yoko of this movie <laughs> <laughs> no she that's what it is it's really funny they They do such a good job. It's so just out of control. Yeah, it's so Mm -hmm. funny. Is it a big part of UHF? Yes. Okay. Because it's different, yes. Uh, but I also like the premise that he's trying to create something original and he makes, eat it, and then Michael Jackson
4: spoofs it.
1: Repeat <laughs> it. And everybody Who thinks. Who plays
3: Michael Jackson? they don't. I don't,
4: there, I don't think there's on-screen Michael Jackson I'm ever. On- oh, yeah.
3: fuck. Dude, it'd be so funny if it was like Kyle Gass or someone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, all the people that are playing people are well-cast except maybe Paul Tompkins as Gallagher.
4: Oh, it was fine. It I is mean, fine, he's, but
2: he's a much bigger guy than Gallagher. Yeah. Was back then, especially. Which Gallagher?
4: Gallagher died the on the
2: same day as
4: Kevin
3: Conroy.
2: Yeah, and I hope Conroy beat the shit out of his racist ass at the pearly gates before Peter even got
4: to him.
3: Gallagher didn't get to pearly gates, dude. You got to get there the <laughs> you know,
4: He's in hell. He's forced to smash 1,000 watermelons a day in hell. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: That's his and punishment. Then, and then Kevin Conroy shows up and goes, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. (laughs) Fucking shoves that hammer up his ass. Uh, Yeah, dude. I think in hell, because like heaven for Gallagher would be smashing watermelons all the time. So I think in hell, Gallagher would have his, he would have watermelon shoved up his ass by a, sentient hammer <laughs> okay. like you know like you know how like you're starting a nail you just hold it up against what you want to nail it into that's what you do you hold a watermelon <laughs> up to gallagher's beehole and start tapping it and then you go
2: i also wanted to be sammy davis jr who's doing it because he's both black and jewish <laughs> I feel like that would really add some insult for old uh, Gallagher and his beliefs.
3: Oh, man. What a better time now for Gallagher, too, to make a resurgence and be like, I'm not dead. Oh,
2: God. Dude, I would support that. I just want him to be hyper-liberal. Just to know that he's maybe pissing his brother off in hell.
4: <laughs> Before he yeah. smashes the watermelon, he puts the patriarchy on it in Sharpie.
3: <laughs>
2: yes, you should direct this stage show.
4: I I'm in. The story. <laughs> I'm available.
2: <laughs> I got to go on the road, babe. Gallagher's calling me up.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm looking at
3: this cast of this weird ouch like Rain Wilson, Toby Hawk, yeah, Kevin Rachel Wood.
1: Rain Dude. Wilson plays Dr. Demento.
2: And he kills it as Dr. Demento.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's great. They do oh, so man, many Al,
3: Oh, I was going to say, Weird Al's band doesn't get to play themselves, but that's whatever. Thomas so, Lennon as Lennon an accordion salesman. Will Forte, Jack Black, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Scott Ackerman.
2: Hot Saucerman. You said it wrong.
3: Conan O'Brien. Yes. As uh, Dolly.
4: Conan oh, is Dolly.
2: Right. Yeah, and he's ridiculous.
4: It's it's. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> There's basically just one big um wait, scene. Isn't oh, he,
3: wait, emo is it? Emil Phillips Salvador Dali. Yeah, Conan, Conan O'Brien's no. Andy Warhol. That's Warhol. right. Yeah,
2: and he's My wearing bad. the wig. And again, him and Paul are the ones that are like not the physical shape of the person they're supposed to be playing. And everyone else is almost perfectly cast and seeing Conan is. It's fucking great. Yeah, everybody is. Well, okay. pretty funny.
4: Yeah. Well, I imagine just somebody floats the idea of a word out biopic and every single comedic actor in hollywood was like i'll do anything Pick.
1: Right. yes
4: <laughs> yeah yes
2: and the kid who like was in charge of all this is an old funny or die sketch kid
1: mm. uh, yeah
2: yeah because they did this sketch years ago to make fun of all the biopics that were coming out with like family control yeah
1: they made this movie for 8 million
2: yeah which is not nothing A lot of money when you consider all the names on the bill
1: oh, yeah. i imagine some people were just willing to do it for the hell of it mm-hmm. yeah
2: because it was this kid they've worked it's andy's young it was this kid they worked with it was for weird out i'm sure they all did it for free mostly but most of the eight million went to equipment
4: union fees and location rentals probably accordions that were going to get smashed yeah i think there
1: was only one or two that I got smashed maybe accordions
4: one. ain't cheap dog
1: <laughs> That's fair,
4: and I there are so he many. Didn't,
1: he didn't sing the songs, Weird Al sang all the songs,
4: yeah. Yeah, that was always kind of weird. Whenever uh Harry Potter goes to open his mouth and you start to hear <laughs> Weird Al's voice overdubbed with Harry Potter, I love that. Well, uh,
2: I mean, they re-record would you
4: rather it be him singing? Probably not, no.
1: No, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah.
2: Weird
4: Al re re-recorded all the music. Yeah, because yeah. his voice has matured in the slightest bit since the yeah. early stuff. And so yeah, I think it would be it would be weird if we had eh, maybe it would have fit if we had the original recordings, but
2: yeah, he's he said he loved it, that it was like fun to go back and re-record all of his old songs.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
3: When's uh when are we gonna get the gritty reboot of the um of- Weird Al story. Oh,
4: they're talking about like this was such a success. I've heard they're talking about multiverse Weird Al movie, uh, all kinds of shit. But yeah, it sounds like they're they're this could turn into a franchise. <laughs> the Weird Verse.
3: Weird Verse. Oh my god! And just have Weird Al like starring like fake
2: movies about his life.
1: Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. I just wanted mm-hmm.
2: to make more money than
4: the DCU. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my, an absolute slap in the face.
2: Yeah. Like our universe can't compete with anything. Weird Al single-handedly made us look like assholes. <laughs> Weird Al as Batman. Ooh. Yeah. I, ooh.
1: I, I'm in. I'm all I'd, in on it.
2: I'd watch. I know they just did it, but I feel like Al could probably be a pretty fun Riddler. Ooh. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. They just I did mean, a Riddler shit.
3: though, right? No. If, uh if the guy from, if the principal from, uh community can do a riddler. What's his name? Jim uh, Rash. Yeah. Jim Rash. Rash? Rash. Rash. Then why not weird out? Wasn't Marilyn Manson the fucking Riddler in the Batman? At least in the first appearance? What
1: about a, t- a toy man?
2: Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd buy that.
1: You could probably pull up something like that. That might be fun. Hell At least- I was going to say Toy Maker, but I think Toy Man is who I want. Yes. He's a he pretty go. dope condiment man. Oh. Oh, yeah. Condiment King, isn't that what he's called? Yeah. Condiment King should
3: be in that new Kite Man show. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: we're we're going to get a lot of cool stuff. There's been a weird gap. I think part of it was COVID. Part of it was these companies were run by dickhead morons. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like cool stuff's back. Titans those new titans everybody watching titans fuck i need to watch that i keep I forgetting it
1: i started it and i fell asleep trip you watch the show episode no nah. i just started it late at night and i was tired
2: i'm just blown away because you watched too much scary shit if you were able to just be like this is sleepy time stories and <laughs> i am
1: i've been watching a bunch of just kind of horror where i go to bed and everyone's asleep and i go in and i shut off the lights and i get our uh auditory hallucinations there's
2: something deeply weird with you (laughs) you're awesome and you're the best but wow you're free
1: yeah it's it's interesting yeah
2: mitch watch the new titans or i'll slap you with a remote control
1: oh god you should do it oh you were
2: right about the other thing
1: (laughs) <laughs> Jake's always right. We just don't realize it for 2 years. Yeah,
2: you guys yeah. don't realize till it goes to a more mainstream mainstream streamer. Wow.
1: And then we bring it up and say, "Hey, have you checked out this show?" and you're like, "Yeah, 3 years ago."
2: It's happened so many times. Trip Almost every show I bring up, unless it's about superheroes, these guys pick up on it three years later.
4: Like, holy shit, this Ted Lasso shit is hilarious, <laughs> dude. You guys all the Apple shows that. is
2: the perfect example. Yeah. Like, if Apple went out of business and then Netflix bought all those shows, these guys would be like, dude.
4: They had so much good content. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for the, the craziest thing is it's like, what, $8 a month? Like, it's not is a premium no, subscription. It five. Yeah, it's so cheap. I don't know. And I don't even, I don't own any Apple products anymore. I I have, I've got the Android. I'm the annoying piece of shit in the group messages with the green, the green text.
2: (laughs) But the new Titans, though, is gone really fucking hardcore. And the new season is really, really worth your time. I think, uh, I think this might be the best executed season so far.
1: Mm, really?
2: Yeah, like it just yeah. seems like it has more of a like steady beat to the story instead of it being so many segmented things.
3: Don't we We're say great. this about every season of
2: Titans, though? no they're they're like they're like a full-fledged team now we're like no one's really discovering anything about each other anymore
1: oh good they can just be superheroes and they're just
2: doing yeah like the whole show's about like what they're trying to figure out instead of it being like flashbacks and backstories and side stories and it's just more cohesive and brother blood is the shit going on is fucking crazy scary that's why i said matt's been watching too much crazy shit to be desensitized to be like this is this is for sleep
3: (laughs) uh real quick i've been looking it up trying to figure it out but Uh, in the batman 2004 the riddler voiced by robert england not marilyn manson well he looks like marilyn manson yeah he does Uh, anyway sorry Uh, yeah i don't i don't also i also don't have any apple products and that's been my excuse for being like well gee fellas i can't watch it because i don't have the apple product
4: yeah it said get on your ipad or iphone to start your subscription and then i just Went on to the Apple website and subscribed that. I was like, hey, I don't know, worth it though.
3: Yeah, worth it. Oh, well, you know, uh, maybe I'll have to get on that. Uh, but bef- I have so much shit on my to watch list, I haven't even finished my Orville rewatch.
2: I have three episodes left.
3: I you have three episodes left, I think I have four left, and I just I've been doing other things and whatnot. Um, trip you seen the Orville?
4: No, okay. I did love that uh, Black Mirror episode though, that Star Trek. Based. Oh, the
3: USS McAllister. Yeah, you
4: remember that one? Yeah, yeah
3: I, I think that's one of the only Black Mirrors
4: I've seen. Oh, do we all freeze?
3: Trip? Oh, First really? Comcast? So no, up. you're there.
4: Oh no, you're there now. Comcast? Yeah, I, th- I yes. think the producers of Black Mirror just said the world's so fucked up. Why should we why do we need to come up with weird tech stories? If right. We're already living in a dystopia, so.
3: Oh yeah, man. Before we uh before we wrap up, do you have any trips picks that you want to give to our listeners to tell them to watch and for
4: Oh man. You know, There's just so much shit out there. Just <laughs> I don't need to recommend anything. Just keep watching what you're watching.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fellas, anything else you guys wanna uh recommend? Mm. Weird Weird, the Weird Owl story. Is that our rec- our collective recommendation oh, for the week? I think Confess yeah. Fletch
2: was better.
3: Okay. Oh, that's the Fletch with John Hamm you were talking about.
2: Yeah, and Roy Wood Jr. It's fucking great.
4: Cool.
3: Well, um, Trip, do you have anything to plug before we wrap up here?
4: Uh actually I do not. <laughs> okay. Just an cool. honor to be here. Thanks, dudes. Hey, thanks yeah. for coming on, Thank man. Please feel free.
3: Come back anytime. We had a great uh it was a great episode, man. Thank you for coming on.
4: I'm a new regular baby. Yeah, <laughs>
0: We're
3: doing it. Uh, but if you want to write into the show, you can send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can find us on our Facebook page. You can also find us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks, Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. You can go to our Reddit page, R slash broadcast geeks. There's nothing that happens there because I don't know what Reddit is. Um, but uh we do have a page you can put some fucked up shit on there if you want i'm an admin i'll see it but if nothing else just find us on one of our many podcast streaming apps whether that's apple Podcasts, spotify or Podbean. like us rate us subscribe us share us find us on OnlyFans. Uh <laughs> oh, i did have something to plug huge. oh what you want to plug
4: no i was only joke
3: oh gotcha ah, okay <laughs> i know comedy um but uh until next time we'll leave you with our signature sign off line dear listener and it goes a little something like this excelsior r.i.p. kevin conroy